The Donut Bag is brought to you by ExpressVPN. Your data is your business. Protect it with ExpressVPN for three extra months free with a one-year package. Go to the link listed in my Twitter profile. Steelers beat the Colts 24-17. to If the Steelers lost this game, which was a very real possibility... Was this one of the would this have been one of the worst losses of in the Tomlin era? Yeah, I think for a couple of reasons. One, if they lose this game, it's their worst start since 1988. And we all know how bad that 88 season was. Uh, so automatically, yes. But also to Jeff Saturday, who we talked about in your last podcast, is essentially like, you know, somebody is sitting on your shelf back there to me to say, hey, the coaches or the Colts this week. Um, so. Yeah. Yeah, I think it would have been bad. And and I think in a way it's like I thought they wanted despite Matt Canada's poor play calling. Um, Kenny Pickett now has had 100 consecutive passes, Joe, without an interception. Um, imagine what he could be doing if he was being, I feel, more properly guided and properly coached. Um, we may be, you know, a 500 team. Um, but, you know, uh, just still a lot of things. I think you called it out on Twitter. And we caught, we talked about this going into the Bengals game. Special teams for the last like five weeks has been bad. It's been bad. They almost single handedly lost the, the, this game for them. They did. My almost goodness, right. some of those returns. Holy cow. Yeah. Um, boy, they've been bad on special teams. And that's it's actually kind of a hallmark of the team. That's generally something that's pretty reliable and, and you know, doesn't ever cost us games. But special teams was bad. Um, Deontay Johnson dropping key passes, nothing new. Pickens kind of dropping some passes is something new. Hopefully that can get resurrected. But to me, where's the coaching there too, right? I mean, you can't put everything on coaching. I know it's execution, but uh, it just seems like there's just some things and just we just keep shooting ourselves in the foot. Uh, I think we won despite playing not that great. And if that was any other team, probably wouldn't be pretty bad. Oh, uh, Deontay is just really frustrating. Uh, yeah, this is just, you know, they gave him the money because like, oh, you can't lose this talent. Well, can we lose this talent? Because yeah. right. uh, uh, I, I just remember during the game, Deontay Johnson had this drop in Ed Bouchette tweets, 18 million for that. That sums it up like we paid for this and you know he's the one crying that he wants the ball and he's not getting enough targets and why doesn't he have the chemistry with Kenny Pickett blah 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 well maybe catch the ball when it's thrown to you bro especially in the end zone yeah you gotta come down with those balls uh you zero just touchdowns do. this year yeah he's on my yeah. fantasy team zero <laughs> he's on my There's bench he's he's on my not. fantasy team bench right now because of that yeah uh, Pickens on mine, and he's had some flashes of brilliance. Yeah, I mean, he's 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 been okay lately, but he hasn't been that, that great either. But yeah, uh, yeah. So I mean, that just comes back to I'm not sure why we paid this guy when he's producing like this. And but with Matt Canada there, it's there is I feel like uh, a little bit of a uh, get out of jail free card because he's uh, I just don't know. I mean, he oversees the receiving coaches too, and like. Haven't, why haven't we been able to fix this? Why, why is, you know, Pickens having this problem? And, and, and they just need to kind of get, get on the same page um, and fix that because it's just at this point, I think you got to fix it by next year. Um, Deontay's back. You got 
Pickens back, obviously. And uh, but yeah, it's it's hard to compete when our running game is suspect at best. It has its moments. Um, but then our downfield execution is just not there. Um, you know, when we do go downfield <laughs> and it's not a tight end outlet pass at third and nine. <laughs> so uh, but yeah, um, hey, a win to win. They're four and seven. They avoided the worst start since 1988. So you got to give him a little bit of credit there. I thought uh, I thought Kenny looked great. Um, there was one there where the pass was high and late. And he had to kick a field goal because of it. But that you know that second half he really shined through, and uh, his passing accuracy is insane. Uh, it really is. Uh, there's so much hope there with him. Uh, He's starting to was, figure it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like I said, I think, and I hate to keep making someone a scapegoat. I'm not usually that guy, but I think they're doing it despite poor play calling and poor, poor, poor clock management just all around. So yeah, um, there were some good to take out of it, but then again, it's the Colts, uh, not a bad defense, but just, you know, uh, just not a great Colts team. Uh, last week against the, uh, Bengals, the one, um, the one Bengals player said, uh, we knew it was coming. We we know we know their plays. We know what's coming, or or they run the same thing all the time, or something like that. And then in this game, some Colts player on a hot mic said they're running the same play. Yeah, he's yeah yeah, it's the same play, and I, that's frustrating. And I think, like you know, we talked about this a couple times. I mean, yeah, we're the couch guys, or we're sitting in the seats and stands guys. Uh, we're not on the sidelines. I get that, but I think all of us, from you know housewives to us to whoever whatever type fan you are, whatever you do as a day job, we're all looking at this saying, these are the same plays. I mean, to, to guys in, in, the, in the most awkward, like that one play is third and nine. And he did an outlet pass to Benny Snell. Uh, and this is Benny Snell's, you know, first time playing. And I, I know you hate Benny Snell, uh, but he did score the winning touchdown. He gave us 65 yards rushing. He, he was what he should be a decent running back off the bench when you needed him. Uh, that's all he should ever be. Um if if Najee's healthy, Benny Snell should be nowhere near the football field. Right. But right. um, you know, I just thought an outlet pass to Benny Snell on third and nine. What are you doing? Um there, not- there was there was a tight end screen to Zach Gentry. Yes. Which- <laughs> who's six he's like seven foot eight. But, you know, um, let's throw to the tree and, and expect him to be, you know, dodging and, and, and quick and stuff like that. Right. That, yeah, that's not on. exactly Travis Kelsey out there. <laughs> um, man, I I guess that's just the thing. And I it's it's hard for me because, like I said, I I don't like to be that critical of somebody. But it's um, if it, hey, if the team's doing bad, the team's doing bad. But, man, I just I feel like this team's capable of so much more. Uh, the talent. I think we have talent in place and it's just not getting it done. Uh, and you're right about that. And like Thickens this earlier this week, talking about practice, he took that shot about how practices in Georgia were so much more intense and so much more better run and executed. And I mean, it's pretty rare to see guys taking shots during a season like that. I mean, I remember AB with the locker room incident a few years ago, um, you know, before the Patriots game. Uh, but yeah, it's. You have rookies. I, I mean, in his defense, I think Georgia's defense might be a little bit better than the Steelers. So maybe he's right. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Georgia's definitely got a better track record over the last few years <laughs> yeah. over some top competition. So yeah. Um, 
it was, it's just astounding to me that there's this kind of loss, I think, of of control in that in that locker room. And I think that Omar Khan, his work really is going to start Joe after the season's over. What do I do about coaching? What do I do about our lack of execution? Who do I get to fill some of these holes? I saw Joey Porter Jr. declared for the draft today. That's a guy we already know that they're kind of high on. Um, I think Steeler Nation would love it. I mean, it's Joey Porter Jr. How many Joey Porter jerseys are going to be at Heinz Field exactly uh, next year with a junior? Just in marker, put the word take. junior in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guarantee you there'll be hundreds. Um, so that's how the injures do it. And, um, you know, I think that that's just what we got to see is what, what's Omar Khan going to do because this team needs help. Uh, there's no question about it. This team needs help. Um, not sure how they're going to finish out the season, but uh, they're playing well despite of some, I felt, bad coaching, bad preparation. Omar Khan uh, was hired basically after the draft. Basically, yeah. they knew it was Cole, Kevin Colbert's last season. They let him run the draft, and then he, he, he retired after that. So now it's Omar Khan's team. So basically, most of the things that have been done have been still, you know, Kevin Colbert's moves. It makes you wonder how much of a stamp is Omar Khan going to do in this and how many, how many, uh, uh, how many people is he going to get rid of because they're not his guys? Right. I mean, it, it's, let's be honest. I don't think in you and I lifetime we've ever seen a real fire sale or uh bridge year rebuilding year. Uh, for the Steelers, uh, this might be it. This is where, you know, uh, next year might be better, but it could be tough too, depending on what he does. And it, it's funny how that Bengals game ended up playing. You and I didn't see that coming. I mean, they, you can talk about the poor offensive in, uh, execution that game, but man, the defense stunk it up. And they let our backup running back run all over them and they let them get up 37 points. I, and I, uh, now look, the Bengals are seven and two over the last nine games. They're no joke. I think a lot of people keep looking at the Bills and the Chiefs, but I think the Bengals are the top team in the AFC right now, or, or AFC uh, North, and uh, still uh, a Steelers team. I can't remember Steelers team giving up 37 points to the Bengals like that in that manner. Uh, the the Bengals game, the Steelers were actually up at halftime, I believe. And, yeah. uh, and then in the third quarter, the offense – absolutely imploded it was i i don't think i've ever seen uh, uh, i mean they looked pretty good in the first half and the second half they were absolutely horrible and i'm guessing the defense got tired i don't i don't know i i, I don't i mean the, the Bengals aren't bad so maybe they you know maybe they have coaches that have brains and actually make adjustments i don't know uh because our coordinators don't but no um but the same thing almost happened in this past game. Yeah. The, the Steelers, the, the Steelers were destroying the Colts and then they let them get back into it. And then every time the Steelers got the ball in the second half at the beginning of the second half, it was, it was, th it was like three and outs. It was like, they could not get rid of the ball quick enough. That is right. scary. That is, that's, that is frightening stuff that just, I don't know. I don't, I don't, know, I don't was, know how you fix that. If that was any team worth its salt, they would have, they would have killed us. We lose that. I, I well, I'm yeah. Thank glad it was the Colts, but yeah, I think some of these other teams, they would have found a way to beat us uh, on Monday night. Um, 
Yeah, and I know now Tomlin's like what nineteen and three all time on Monday night games. Um, that's great. Steelers are good on Monday nights, um, but yeah, uh, I don't know how confident I am going into this week. Um, and that's that's the problem. It's just like the confidence for me is not there. I mean, sure, there's glimpses, there's flashes of what could be there, but yeah. In terms of who is going to be a, a free agent next year, the list isn't bad. The one making the most money is Larry Yogan-Joby, and I would love to keep him, but I understand if, I mean, he's he's only, he's only 28, 29, so that's, you know, maybe they could keep him, but I don't know how much that's, that's going to cost. Uh, other than that, well, Cam Sutton, that's, a, that's an issue. Maybe um, they might want to try to keep him. Uh, other than that, it's, it's not bad. I mean, God, we're, we're, what if we lose Mason Rudolph? Oh my God. Um, <laughs> uh, Devin Bush might be gone. Oh no. Oh no. Um, Derek Watts. Oh crap. If this team loses Derek Watt, we're, we're, we're screwed. They actually gave him the ball with that one. <laughs> I know like, oh they're God. giving the ball to Derek Watt. You called that out on Twitter. We're giving the ball to Derek Watt. It's time to just go home. It's I end mean, of days. Gosh, I mean, you might as well give the ball to Boswell. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I don't, uh, I don't get it. Um, it's just, it's just that, and I think, like, even some of the reporters, I, I think Ray mentioned a few weeks ago too. Um, it looks like I don't want to say Tom was checked out, but it looks like he's just tired of giving answers and doesn't have any answers. Okay, that uh, more so than what he usually looks like. That uh, that last press conference. Um, here's an idea. If you're that tired, you just had a game. You just had a game on Monday night, and then you have a uh, away Monday night game. Who knows when they got back home? Probably like you know, two, three in the morning or something like. Who who knows? Who who knows? Then you know, at noon he's having a press conference, and that press conference was like they might as well just they might as well just have, have not have had one at all. Every every answer was like yes, no, injury, yeah. whatever. I mean, he, he didn't he didn't give a give a good answer for anything. Not that he any does anyway, but like, here's an idea: have it like the next day or something like that, dude. I mean, it's hell. Even the reporters were tired. Yeah, I. It's that to me. That's typical Mike Tallon. Anyway, it's like you know Chuck Knoll times two in a way, but uh, it just seems like he's more disgruntled than normal, and uh, I. I don't know. Like I, he's obviously Mac Canada's here to stay. He's not going anywhere. Um, and that's frustrating. So I think we all realize uh, he's not the answer. Well, uh, here's I, the thing. I, Sorry, go ahead. No, no. I, I think that's going to be one of telltale sign. I mean, there's got to be a scapegoat for this year. There has to be. Um, this is just not Steeler football in any way. Somebody's got to lose their job. Uh, and is it just one person or is it going to be multiple guys? Are you firing the OC? Are you firing the receiving coaches? Uh, do we need, you know, what do we need? Uh, and I, I think they got to take a serious look at it uh, because it's just, it's just not working. And it's not like, you know, we're going against the Falcons this week. They're one and a half point favorites on the road. Uh, normally I think you feel a lot more confident going against the team. Just like Kyle Pitts is out for the season. Now that's their number one weapon. He's gone, but, you know, I don't know what Steelers team is going to show up, Joe. I mean, they could go down there and win 24 to 17 or they could lose, you know, 35 to 10. 
the Falcons are not a good team, but they're weird because they're just so run heavy. So that, that that's going to be very interesting. But you're right, you're yeah. right. They could win. They could win big. They could lose big. We we have. They could win by one, lose all. We have no idea what's going to happen this week. Yeah. Uh, but the they the Steelers scored 24 against the Colts. They scored 30 against the Bengals. Uh, the trend is that they're that they're scoring points, so the the argument can be made to keep Matt Canada, and that frightens me. That might be my biggest fear. Forget about public speaking or spiders or whatever. Matt Canada coming back is my biggest fear. Yeah, yeah, uh, I, I'm with you there too because uh, yeah, there's there's numbers there to kind of justify it, but I mean it's. Man, they're they're go, they're doing they're getting to thirty points the hard way. I mean, it's like it's so strenuous to watch, and you're just like, good lord! And you're right, that's two back to back weeks where a second half is like you're sitting there like, my god, what are you doing? I mean, um, so yeah, uh, I don't know. This is a team. Normally, I think uh, we'd be there'd be a lot more confidence in the point spread. I think we'd be like five six point favorites. Team we normally should beat, uh, not because the Falcons just the way they aren't that great, um, but I, I don't know. Uh, and, and that's the thing. Like, is it the defense? Because that Colts offense is slugs. Uh, they're just not a great offense. We gave up 17. Um, but like you said, uh, like I said earlier, the, the Bengals, uh, it felt like the Bengals could have scored 50 um, and they only scored 37. So I, I just don't know. The Falcons do are run heavy, but they have a lot of speed. Uh, so, and they're not bad with special teams. So who knows? You knew the offense was going to be iffy because you have a rookie quarterback and a iffy offensive line and, and young receivers and stuff. So you knew they were going to be iffy, but the defense was supposed to be the anchor of this team. The defense was supposed to be the strength and they give up 37 to Cincinnati and they almost lost this game. If, if it was a competent quarterback, Matt Ryan is one foot in the grave. If they had a competent quarterback, they, the, the, the Colts win that. I, I, that yeah. is such a disappointment. And that's, that's so ridiculous. I mean, I, I believe it's the highest paid defense in the league. And they're like, I don't know. And, and, and definitely in the too. lower half. Yeah. There's been a lot of tweets about that, too. This is the highest paid defense or how many ever millions it is for this. Um, Falcons are only averaging 22 points a game. So uh, this is a, this, this should be, this should be a team that we should be able to beat and get up to five and seven. Um, you know, but I, like I said, I just the confidence for me to see them go down there and win is suspect. Um, I don't, I'm not, you know, that bad where I'm like, they're going to lose. No, but it's suspect. Um, just don't know. Honestly, just I think know. it's 50, I think it's 50 50 whether they win yeah. or not. I, yeah, yeah, it does. I, I hate to say it helps when a player's injured, but Kyle Pitts is a nightmare matchup for a lot of teams, um, despite. Uh, some of the poor throwing and, and quarterback play he's had this year. But, uh, you know, now that they don't have Kyle Pitts, uh, I'm not sure, you know, who they're going to go to. And I think that's a huge, huge impact for help for the Steelers there. Not having to worry about Kyle Pitts. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Um, but the the interesting thing is, I think the offensive line is actually getting better, in especially in the run game. I mean – 
Najee didn't do much, but hey, he's I, 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 I think he just has so many injuries. But Benny Snell actually looked good. 12 rushes, 62 yards. Even McFarlane looked good. McFarlane's so frustrating because I think they should use him more. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know I like who I don't know who who he who he ticked off. But <laughs> I mean, the guy was on the practice squad all year. So right. Uh, but yeah, he, he had six rushes for 30 yards. I I, I think, you know. That's that's a that's a really good sign if that offensive line is getting better. I think they are. I think you're right. Um, and I I think Najee's had some decent game. I mean, he scored a touchdown, you know, uh, Monday night. And um, yeah, I, there's there's confidence that that's getting better. I, I'd love to see them draft a, you know, a big guy um, that just can light up somebody. Um, D, DJ Moore continues to have struggles. Um, getting pick a killed at least once a game. Um, you know, I, the one sack you could argue that Kenny could have stepped into the pocket more and got the throw off, but still, um, I think Moore's, I think Moore's got to go, uh, you know, so I'd like to see that, but you're right. I mean, they, they are providing holes and some of these running backs are finding ways to do it. I, I just like to see Najee hit some of those holes, but I think you're right. He's hurt. I think you're, we're seeing the best we're going to see from him. He needs an off season too get healthy again and get back to where he is. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he really, he has a pass. I mean, he's had, he's had that foot thing and now he has some oblique thing. He's probably going to play, but I think it would be best to do running back by committee. And I believe Jalen Warren is going to play this week. And I think that's going to help a lot, but if you have, Hey, I, play them all. Play, 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 play all four of them. Play, give, give it to Benny yeah. Snell a little bit. Give it to McFarland. Give it to Jalen Warren a little bit. Get, you know, just, just, just give it, give it to the hot hand. Whoever's, whoever's good enough. But yeah, if they could get a run game going, that's, that's promising. Yeah, it is. I mean, who would have thought we'd been sitting here, you know, in this what week eleven and talking about, you know, uh, the run game's looking better and the offensive line's starting to gel. But you know, that's what we have, and maybe that's what you got to go with. But. Uh, yeah, defensively they got to play better uh, against this team, and I'd I'd be very happy if they could come out of this, you know, holding the Falcons to like ten points or under while scoring, you know, somewhere between twenty one and thirty two or thirty uh, thirty five points would be nice. But we just haven't seen that yet this year. Um, but it would be that would get my confidence starting to go the right direction. But I'm with you, fifty fifty. Yeah, based on prior weeks, fifty fifty. Uh, I think another thing is, you know, we, we, we rip on the defense, but I think, I think TJ Watt is another one that's, yeah, he's back, but you can't expect him to be a hundred percent. He's probably playing hurts. I know he's on the, the list now for ribs or something like that. Yeah. I you think know, he's playing at about 70%. Probably, probably. Yeah. And, you know, it's nice that he's there because his presence means that they have to pay attention to him. That that might free up Highsmith or Hayward or something like that. So that's all right. But still, yeah, he's he's not a full percent. He's not a full strength. Yeah, no, they he he's not. And so that's that's the thing. The defensive backs have played pretty well. Uh, not that they were going up against, you know, exactly like the uh, – you know, uh, 94 Cowboys there, but I mean, they, they, they did their job. Uh, you're right about Cam Sutton. I think Cam's really starting to play knowing he's a free agent and seeing what he can get, uh, out there in a free market. I think he's going to be a free agent. I don't know if the Steelers are going to sign him or bring him back or what, but, um, yeah, 
So uh, the defensive backs, I expect them to play pretty well this week. Uh, they didn't play too bad Monday night. They continue to do better. I, I put them in with the offensive line as they seem to be getting better as weeks go by uh, and a little bit more consistent play out of them. Uh, it's just a matter of, uh, you know, keep keep honing your skills against the Falcons because you still have the, the Ravens coming up. Uh, you still have some tough teams that are going to test you because I, I tell you right now, uh, I think Mark Andrews and some of those guys are going to have a field day with us unless we can, you know, continue to get better. I, that I Ravens disagree. Game me. I think I think the uh, I think the Ravens are are smoke and mirrors. I think they're basically Lamar Jackson and that's it. Andrews is hurt. Um, again, they have absolutely no wide receivers. Their defense sucks. They've given up. They've given up multiple like double digit leads three times this year. I mean, they lost to Jacksonville. I something's wrong with the Ravens. I don't know. I don't know what's going on, but basically Lamar Jackson is trying to put the team on his back. And I think the Steelers play pretty well against Lamar Jackson. So I actually like their chances in those games. Yeah. I, okay. I give you that. I think uh, you make a good point. Andrews is hurt. I should know that he's on my fantasy team, which is like ninth out of 10 teams this year. So what do I know? But uh, <laughs> it's uh, uh, yeah. You know, and I, I think that's another guy. I don't know if Lamar Jackson's going to be back in Baltimore next year. So um, that'll be kind of interesting to see what happens to him. But I, that's why I say I think the Bengals are by far the best team in the AFC North at this point. But, uh, yeah, um, beat the Falcons this week, and then who knows against the Ravens. And be kind of funny three weeks from now if we're looking, we're sitting here talking again, and they're, they're six and seven, and, you know, within one game of 500. I mean, wow. You got to think. I mean, I don't know what the playoff picture. I I know it's bad. I think the AFC is very yeah. strong, and so they, they probably have no chance at the playoffs. But still, six and seven would be crazy considering how bad they started. Yeah, yeah. it would be. It would just. Uh, and I don't think you know, we we'd be somebody's fodder for the first round for sure. But uh, yeah, six and seven. Um, uh, and like, let's, I'm not trying to think. I got the Ravens and the Falcons and then the Ravens. Six and seven. I mean, yeah, they're, they're at, they're at the Falcons next and they're home to the Ravens. And then they're at Carolina and then they're home to the uh, Raiders and the immaculate reception game. So it could be, would you imagine if they win favorite four wins in a row off? Oh I mean, my goodness. <laughs> We'd you know, have to we'd have to build a statue of Matt Canada because it, you know what if they <laughs> what if they score like thirty points every game or something like that? It's like Matt Matt Canada is a genius, right? You went from within one game of being in the eighty eight season. Now we're looking to repeat the eighty nine season when they got blown out like what seventy two to ten in those first two games and then ended up making the playoffs. That was the that was the game where they beat the Oilers and beat the, the, the House Oilers. of Pain, yeah, uh, with Gary Anderson in overtime. Remember that game? Uh-huh. Uh huh. That could uh-huh. be this team. That could be his team. Could be. Yep. Could be. And I think they played, if I remember right, then they went and played the Broncos and almost beat the Broncos. They almost did. At mile high. Very Um, nearly beat them. I remember that was, that was basically the, the, the Steelers whole offense was Bubby Brister and Merrill Hodge. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Well, yeah, Bubby Merrill Hodge. And that was just about it. Um, I don't know if Louis Lips was still with the Steelers. Man, I was I just thinking maybe Louis Lips was on that team. Yeah, I know he got traded to the Saints after here, but or went to the Saints or whatever. But uh, yeah, Gary Anderson was the other big weapon back then. <laughs> so who knows? I mean, who knows? It's a possibility. Oh my goodness! Playoffs. If we yeah, talk playoffs, playoffs um, 
special teams, though, Joe. We, they got to fix that. I, My goodness. I I can't remember when they've been this bad. Um, they, they're bad. That's 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 bad. Um, one more thing: the the, the Jeff Saturday, the 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 time management at the end of the game was just unbelievable. They might have tied that game up if they called a couple timeouts. Yeah, call I mean, timeouts. Troy Aikman just going wow. I mean. And I like Troy Aikman. I think he's one of the better analysts in, in the game today. Um, yeah, it tells you a lot right there. Like, how are you not calling a timeout? Um, yeah, I there mean, are people on Twitter. Hey, he went to the Mike Tomlin School of Time Management. <laughs> you know, in his defense, yeah, he's not the only NFL coach to ever screw up time management. But here's <laughs> the thing. Somebody, somebody tweeted, how do you have a multi-billion dollar um, – company franchise and you don't hire some dork who plays Madden a lot to know, Hey, let's call a timeout here. I mean, seriously, you should have like a timeout specialist or a time, a time clock management specialist on your team and say, uh, maybe you should call a timeout here. I mean, it's just, it's every, almost every coach screws it up. Yeah. There's gotta be some kids that like Carnegie Mellon that have nothing better to do than like, you know, like a Sheldon Cooper type of thing. Like, right. All you're right. going to do, you don't have to know anything about football or time management. And yeah, seriously, great. yeah, there, there was a play where Matt Ryan of all people like scrambled for 20 yards or something like that. Yes. The poor man is 93 years old and, and, <laughs> and on an iron lung and, and you, you expect him to run. I, I think even he was expected, like, can we call a timeout here? It's like, yeah. no, 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 let the, he- let the clock run. Let it run. Go, no, go. I was going to let the clock run. It's going to be good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That- I, the, the joke I heard is maybe he thought he could carry them over into the next game or something like that. It's like, yeah, this game, we have five timeouts. Yay. Right. Yeah. It works like vacation time. Well, I'll just accrue it. <laughs> Pretty crew, yeah. It. Yeah. yeah. Boy, by next over. season, we're going to be great. We'll have like 12 timeouts. <laughs> good, good. Uh, good news, guys. In this game, we have 50 time over yes. timeouts to use. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that, yeah, that was a uh, real bad look by, by Saturday. Boy, and does that, doesn't that somewhat justify Cowher's rant of two weeks back? And, you know, I know Saturday got a win. And you called that. You said, I bet you they win his first game because, you know, it's Rob, just Rob, of, let's, yeah. Yeah, it's like automatic. Like, if they, if the Steelers were to somehow fire Mike Tomlin this week, I guarantee the win on Sunday. I mean, right. anywhere across the NFL. Right. It's like, if you fire the head coach, you're guaranteed to win. Uh, so, yeah, but, like, that time management there. Uh, and then he was struggling to explain that to the press afterwards because they nailed him on it, and he – yeah. 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 At first he's like, I don't know. I don't, I don't have a problem with that. And then, and then later it's like, yeah, maybe I screwed that up. I mean, what does he care? He's, he's, you know, it's not like, it's not like he's going to be the coach for the next five years or whatever. He's just, he's just, he's just here for, this is a vacation for him. He's just, yeah. he's just, he, he's just spending a, a couple months in, in Indianapolis and, and hanging right. out. Yeah. Interim, interim coach. And he'll go back to an advisor next year. So, hey. yeah. Good work, good work. If you could get it, go back to go back to high school. Um, all right, man. Thank you. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens against the the Falcons. This could get interesting. Yeah, it, it could. I I really will be interested to see where we're at. You know, by Christmas time. Um, you're right. We could rip up four in a row and be within playoff playoff breach. That's just. 
crazy to even think about. You know, every time I look at the schedule, it's like, oh yeah, we could win this game. We could win this game. It's usually they lose all those games. So I know. Yeah. It's, it's, it's what happens when you're optimistic. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right, man. Hey, I'll see all you. Right, thanks, Joe. Bye. Take care. You too.